the John Curley Sherry Liquor Show. Write to us at My North. Oh, look at Teeny. She's got all her Husky stuff, Sherry. She's put her Huskies, got the sweater on. A little too tight with the sweater. Joe, find her a... That's really... Wow, that's uncomfortable to look at. Hmm. She's on a diet of potatoes. It's a carbohydrate. It's a, it's a sugary carbohydrate, Sherry. All you're doing oh. is talking about my potatoes and my hair. No. That's all you talk about, Teeny. What do you expect? Go, oh, oh, come on. I'd love to see the two of you wrestling around in a big pile of potatoes and mud, Sherry. Huh? Get that sponsored? Sure, yeah, let's do it. Here we go. Time to give That's right. Makosu Casino Resort. Taking care of the text line one triple eight nine seven three five four seven six. Boy, if Jacob were here, we could go to him occasionally with sports updates, right? We could try that with Joe. Uh, okay. Andrew, uh, give me some uh, well, sporty kind of music, and then uh, we'll bring Joe on. Of course, Huskies taking on the Wolverines. Let's go to Joe with an update. It's first, uh, first down on the 10-yard line. Huskies looking to score. Second down. Is it still the first half? <laughs> yeah, it's the first quarter still. Oh. About five and a half minutes left in the first quarter. Okay. A good chance. That means here. an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Sherry, let him paint a picture. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, Let's go back to Joe. Joe? The weather looks perfect in Houston. Michael Penix about to take the snap. Second and goal. He hands it off to somebody. He's running. It's about two yards. Third and goal. Thank you, Joe. I feel like I'm there. (laughs) Just the other day, we were talking about the fact that, you know, the one question you don't need to ask anymore is, you know, how was your flight? (laughs) You got off this Boeing flight, right? Yikes. Um, They're at 16,000 feet, and then it's known as a plug. It's a part of the fuselage next to the exit door it just blew off and luckily nobody was right sitting right in that particular seat um of course then the masks come down and uh people are quiet there's video of the um of them sitting there as the thing is now descending back down again luckily uh no one lost their life there were a few people that were injured and Fox News had the story regarding the flight. This is 20 minutes after taking off. A deactivated emergency cabin door, which was used as a regular cabin window on an Alaska Airlines flight, blew out while the plane was uh-huh. at 16,000 feet shortly after takeoff, forcing them to make an emergency landing. Flight yep. tracking company FlightAware shows the plane took off at 5.07 local time last night and then returned to Portland International Airport less than 20 minutes later touching down at 527. Take a listen to air traffic control responding uh-huh. to the flight crew during this emergency. The only information we have is a pressurization issue and 177 passengers, 18,900 pounds of fuel, um, and as of right now, we do not know the intentions of the aircraft. 171 passengers and six crew members were on board heading to California during the incident. One of the passengers said a boy's shirt was yeah. ripped off after the pressure in the plane mm. dropped. He said his Oof. mom held on to him. The passenger also described cell phones being sucked out of the plane. Fortunately, I would have lost my ear pods again for like the 15th time. <laughs> God, like no one was seriously injured. I'm so grateful we weren't higher in the air like 
um, that more things didn't fly out, that no one flew out. I think that's incredible that we're all safe. Alaska Airlines is working with Boeing uh -huh. and regulators to understand what happened during this incident as the NTSB investigates. Reporting in Los Angeles, Christina Coleman, Fox News. Thank you, Christina Coleman. You know who really gets hurt in this thing? This is kind of a weird story. There's this company called AAR. They work with airlines to uh, for Wi-Fi and things like that. So the rumor gets out on Wall Street that maybe AAR was somehow involved in this because they had to work. They get a near that window or that plug. They've got to do some sort of work there to get the Wi-Fi stuff in place. So people are like, oh, I bet they touched the plane and it affected them. So the stock dropped uh 8% on Monday and then AAR the company that works with these airlines um said no 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 we had nothing to do with that plane we didn't touch that thing please we didn't we didn't <laughs> yeah it was here but we didn't touch the door so they're trying to defend themselves but the stock just took a giant kick yeah the shares fell as much as 8% in the morning as they uh, paired losses from the company's statement, they were down 2.9, um, and people are investigating whether or not they actually had anything to do with it because they might have had to take the plug out in order to work on the Wi-Fi and put the plug back. AIR, I think at this point, last thing I've read, said, no, we didn't we didn't touch that. But um, When they say plug, do, are they referring to the door itself? The door, yeah. Okay. Because in other airlines, that actually is a, an emergency door. In this particular one, it's not. And the uh. lawsuits are going to start lining up because this was really unbelievable. I mean, uh, the, cock the cockpit door uh, flew open. The passengers could hear the communication between the pilot and um, you know, air traffic control. Uh, a lot of people, there were people that were hurt, nothing life-threatening. But they also said that there were warning signs for about a week that they, there was a um, pressurization problem in the plane. And yeah. so Alaska Airlines' solution to it was don't fly over water. Just fly over land. Use this plane just to fly over land because you can't, you know, because water would make it more dangerous. When they should have taken it out of commission, they said they did everything that they were supposed to do, but it was going to be inspected, I guess, in the next couple of days, and then this happened. Mm -hmm. Well, the pressurization it's a signal saying that they're losing pressure in some part of the plane. Was it actually where that plug was, where the thing had broken out? I don't think they I don't I don't know that I've read anything about the location of it. But the fact that uh -huh. there's pressurization problems apparently isn't all that uncommon. Right. That sometimes that happens. But they had been dealing with it for uh -huh. a, about a about a week. And this is this is the, the max nine. This plane has had lot. I remember crash there were two plane crashes with it i mean it's kind of a i don't know yeah the air max right but that might have been the pilot problems but in this case listen they they, they check them all the time it, this is one of these situations in fact here's the sound of this is somebody is this from the person who was on board at the time no this so, is the guy that found the one of the phones found. oh one of the phones yeah so the phone flies out the kid's shirt flies off uh even you know somebody found the the plug went to go for a walk today and found a phone belonging to an alaska airlines passenger sitting on the ground wanted an excuse to go on a walk this afternoon and they NTSB had asked people to go and report anything that uh, looks like it had been uh, fallen out of the recent Alaska Airlines accident. Uh, thankfully, no one was injured or got sucked out, but they did lose some belongings. They were still looking for the door. And uh, I found a phone sitting on the side of the road that uh, had a... He, need, he, he needed an excuse to go for a walk, Sherry. 
<laughs> you say that? I need an excuse to go for a walk. Okay, then Apparently okay. falling 16,000 feet. And I was, of course, a little skeptical at first. I was thinking this could just be thrown out of a car. Someone dropped it while they were jogging. But uh, I found it. It was still pretty clean. No scratches on it. Uh, sitting under a bush. And... And it didn't have a screen lock on it. So I opened it up and it was an airplane mode with a travel confirmation and baggage claim for Alaska 1282. And he gave oh, it wow. back to the uh, NSTB, NS, what is that, what it is, National Safety? Okay, so he gave it to them. They're going to give it back to the to the owner. And of course, the teacher. And the teacher. That found. Yes. I thought this was funny. They found the door in his yard, right? This this teacher came forward and said, yeah. "Hey, I think you found the plug or the door, whatever you want to call it." And he didn't uh-huh. want anyone to know his full name, so he's just known as Teacher Bob. Like, I don't know, why is oh. it? Yeah, he's like, uh, why not just you know Bob? Just let 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 your uh, let your you know identity be known. Because he just doesn't want people hounding him. I don't know the he reason. He wants to remain, you know, just wants to go back to his normal life before he found the plug <laughs> in his yard. <laughs> BP, before plug. <laughs> you might want to catch up with the other guy who's just looking for an excuse for a walk. Right. Two of them get together for a dynamic duel there. Yeah, um, it's... I, I listen. They're gonna. They have to ground them all and check them all and make sure they're okay. To me, I have the biggest concern with the use of the word plug. You want to think that there's a plane with a plug? It doesn't. Mm-hmm. Can't you come up with a better term other than plug? Like a plug, you put a plug in the sink and you take a bath. A big, you know, rubber plug. But a plug, just I want something secure. sturdier sounding. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Give me some uh, plug. Oh yeah, the plug came out. Put the plug back in. Yeah. I'll what about plug a it back seal? In again. There you go. There you go. In, impervious seal. Um, somebody that's impervious, obviously, Lloyd Austin, uh, Secretary of Defense. He uh, goes away, goes into the hospital for some sort of surgery. It was going to be elective surgery. And then he goes back home again. Now he's in severe pain, goes in, and then, boop, nobody knows where he is. <laughs> Didn't know where he hadn't told anybody. I like the fact that they're covering for him today saying, oh, he takes full responsibility. Yeah, no kidding. He should take full responsibility. He didn't tell anybody where he was. He basically went AWOL. Now a bunch of folks on the right are saying, fire him or look into this. You, This is unheard of that a secretary of defense would just not be on the radar where something is going on in the world and we're not aware of where you are and he says oh i'm working from home which turns out to be a lie he said and john kirby said oh yeah he he's taking he's taking uh responsibility for the fact that he wants to be completely transparent or, or some nonsense like that listen you hid your whereabouts for some reason I understand if it's a medical condition that you don't want people to know about. But you have to tell people if you're in the ICU, especially for Kathleen Hicks, who's right underneath him. She was then in charge. She didn't even know where he was when they called her in Puerto Rico. She was on vacation. No one knew where the Secretary of Defense was. It's very, very odd. It is. And the other thing that's you know kind of weird is that the the White House didn't know. Now, apparently his right. assistant or his aide or whoever it was uh, close to him never notified the White House. And the excuse for that was she had the flu. 
So, I mean, the, all these things are so thin. It's like this is not someone that didn't show up for Target to ring their register. You know, this is a this is a yeah. guy that's key to all of the things that are going on in the world right now. And if anybody should know about chain of command, it's him because he's a general in the army. So it, it really right. is very troubling. The mystery is what did he go in for initially, which is private to the public where he should not have to expose that or tell anybody but he certainly has to let people know that he's doing that he was on vacation during the um the surgery on december 22nd yes that's right but then for him to have such severe complications that he went awol for a few days and nobody knew anything about it i i don't even know why his security detail didn't alert somebody i guess they figured everything was in place because his he security detail took eighth. him to the hospital. Right. Right. And, I, you know, they all kept everything sort of uh, under wraps so people weren't aware where he was. He's eighth in line um, after the president, vice president, speaker of the House. I forget who else gets in there, but there would be eighth in line with the um, Austin. Listen, Biden doesn't fire anybody, doesn't hold people accountable. A variety of people that have done things. And he just sort of lets them go. Very, very loyal to his staff. Um, so. Joe Biden's not going to do anything. Joe says, oh, absolutely not. No way. Even if he were to resign, it wouldn't accept it. So that basically sends a signal to the people in the media. It's not a story anymore. Move on to something else. But um, people don't have a right to know why, what's your physical, if it's a malady that is, is causes some sort of embarrassment or discomfort. You could just say for personal reasons. But certainly that's very odd that um, people along the lines didn't know where you were. They do know, they know where Taylor Swift's cat is, though, Sherry, because it has the highest net worth of $97 million. And her boyfriend, Travis, has what, what, $40 million, A cat? Yeah, the cat so, is I'm worth sorry. $97 million. Can I, can I be million. honest with you? I didn't read this story. I didn't read it. It's, it's all new to me right now. I, I wish there was a plug inside <laughs> of this tiny house would just suck me out. All right. Well, let's move on if you don't like it. The only no, reason no, go I, ahead. No, this no, is, no, this only, is your story. No, it's not my story. <laughs> it, the only reason I liked it was I liked who she, how she named her cats. So these cats are oh, seen. She, they make a lot of money because they're used in videos and all kinds of stuff. So the one cat who's named Olivia Benson, which I think is a really funny name, that is the character on uh, Law & Order SVU. I think that's funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. I just thought. I thought no, you anyways. don't need to. You don't need to apologize. You don't need to apologize. But these cats, and not then, on the air anyway. Of, <laughs> all right, fine. Th- these cats also. No, go ahead. Have, no, all right. And then the other one's called Meredith Gray, which is a character in Gray's Anatomy. And then the other one that's really cute is called Benjamin Button. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think that deserves love that, one. that deserves an Anderson Cooper third. laugh. Yeah. Um, so remember, because Anderson Cooper was laughing so hard at the cats yes. in the Tokyo Cafe. So yeah, so they oh, make a lot right. of money that's off right. of appearances and things like that. Whereas Travis Kelsey is only worth forty million, and Olivia Benson's worth ninety-seven million. I see how they do it. New York Times did a great big piece, I don't know, six, 7,000 words or something, that Taylor Swift is actually closeted, that she's queer. And all the Swifties are very upset about this. Did you follow that story at all? I did see that. Just I just want don't... to talk about cat names. Huh? No, no, no. no, 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 no I, did, I, 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 I had heard that Taylor Swift was not happy about the article. Um, 
and that she I don't think it's that she's homophobic. It's just that she didn't want people making assumptions or putting her into a category or that type of thing. Right. How can somebody just make those assumptions and write a big piece in The New York Times about you and like what evidence you have and what is it relevant to anything? I guess the person right. just trying to fly off the back of Swifties. Well, she's, you know, Taylor Swift has been very uh, supportive of the trans community, of the gay community, of all of that. So I guess that the assumption was that um, maybe maybe she's involved, maybe she's a part of that community in a different way. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. All right. Well, Put that in your book. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. All right. Let's go to Nick. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Here we are. Here we go. There's Teeny. Oh, she's she looks dejected. Come on, Teeny. The Huskies are gonna. They're, they're finding their footing. Good God. This is a potato Joe, do something. disaster. I know. I know. Joe, you're on the thing I taught you to grab the jar and gently rock her back and forth. She's okay. very upset about the Huskies right now. Slowly, slowly, slowly. Sorry. Good God. All right. Um, the letters are pouring in. That's good. You write to us at MyNorthwest.com or, of course, come in in the Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line, one 5476 Sherry couldn't wait to talk about Taylor Swift's cats, and now she gets a chance to talk about Golden Globes because um, she knows that I just love talking Hollywood. <laughs> I didn't watch, uh, but going over the winners, okay, I see. I was, that way. That's good. I know. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I don't have any interest in it. But I was surprised at how many of the movies I've actually seen. I usually I haven't seen Whoa. any of them, but I've seen a lot of these. So um, uh-huh. the big news today is the fact that nobody thinks that the host uh, did a good job. Is uh, it, this is a guy from Tacoma? Wait, wait, wait! Don't bury the lead. Don't bury the lead. All right, well, did well, Seattle's Morning News? Did Seattle's Morning News call you to say, and the big story is, Sherry Elliker saw a lot of the movies that they talked about at the Golden Globes. Hi, I Sherry. Was, good morning. Thanks for joining hi, us. Hi. Good morning. Thank you. I wanted to personalize to it a little you. bit because a lot of yeah. people can relate to the fact that some of these movies are a mystery to them as we have so many platforms now. We've got Netflix and Showtime, all these different things. So, yes, I just wanted to say that, unbelievably, I have, as a, as a, as a citizen, I have watched some of these movies. <laughs> But if you, if you want to make it more neutral, which it apparently sounds like you do, then let's talk about the hosting, because that is uh, something that has nothing to do with me. And clearly that's the objective here. So uh, Tacoma native Joe Coy yes. uh, bombs as the host. Oof. Um, I, 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 I have some of him bombing. You, you want to hear that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. By the way, Joe's like, hey, don't, you know, he's a local guy. He's a local guy, but just wasn't up for the challenge. He's- Welcome to the 81st Annual Golden Globes. I'm your host, Joe Coy. All right. Starting out okay. Big applause, right? Yeah, okay. For his seven-word introduction, sure. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Look, I'm just taking this all in. Let me look around. Maybe he should have just stopped right there and just introduced the first person right after that. But then he goes into a monologue. And um, I'm taking this all in. I'm so excited to be here. Um, This is a dream come true, not just for me, but for everybody in here. We all dreamt of this moment. And look at this. Look at this room. Look around. I mean, like, like, look around. Look, Kevin Costner's here. Kevin Costner's here. Kevin Costner's never here. 
Kevin's like in a. You know, that's a weird thing. It's like to, to the to the people that would be like if somebody got up on stage and they were doing a radio award. They'd be like, look at that. You know, Sherry Elliker's here. And I'd be like, I know, I work with her. Like, oh, look at that. There's <laughs> there's uh, there's what you know. They name somebody else. And look at there's Sully. There's Chris Sullivan over there. Be like, yeah, I know, he's my neighbor. But this guy's acting like he's in the room with a bunch of people that you know aren't aware of who these they're all celebrities so it's not that big of a deal i'm their conduit and i'm glad to do it yeah (laughs) i think i think the reason they do that and and they all start out that way they all say hey and over there is uh maria shriver or something like that yeah um but the the reason (laughs) that they do it is so it gives the audience an opportunity for the camera to pan over to see just how star-studded the audience is okay Maria Shriver. <laughs> no, because, no, I remember that. I brought that up because, not that you care what I think or saw. No, but, I do. But, I do, but why Maria Shriver? Because one time, when, I don't remember, yes. I think it was John Stewart was hosting, and he saw Maria Shriver and Arnold Schwarzenegger in the audience. And he said, "There's, I don't remember, what's the name of the movie? Like, eat something, something, not eat, pray, love, but eat, like. Live, something, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Eat man, woman, something like that, right? <laughs> and he said, that's nominated. I wasn't sure if that was a movie or if how Arnold asked out Maria Shriver. Eat man, woman, something. <laughs> I thought it was really funny. Sure is no, it's good. It's, it's, uh, it's, apparently it ages well, too. It's been around for that. <laughs> okay, in there. Here, here's talking about Oppenheimer and Barbie. You went and saw both of these on the same day, right? No, I didn't do the uh, Barbieheimer thing or whatever it is. No, but I did see both of them, yes. Okay, here's the biggest shot that one. Oppenheimer is based on a 721-page Pulitzer Prize-winning book about the Manhattan Project. And Barbie is on a plastic doll with big boobies. I watched Barbie. I loved it. I really did love it. Um, I don't want you guys to think that I'm a creep, but it was kind of weird being attracted to a plastic doll. Just something about your eyes, Ryan. <laughs> the whole show, just close your eyes, Ryan. Everyone just looks into your eyes. And, and Margo, it's not always about you. <laughs> the key moment in Barbie is when she goes from perfect beauty to bad brain. <sighs> it was eat, drink, man, woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. what it was. Nice. And I there thought it was go. really now, funny. It is. Okay. It's good. <laughs> we interrupt that good joke with more bad ones. Right. Feet. Ah, or what casting directors call character actor. <laughs> so much. Oh, you know, it's it's weird. I watched the delivery on the thing. There's a, a vaudeville rule, which is if you deliver a punchline, it has to be either directly into the camera or slightly. To, you, you can't turn to the right or left. It's the person who's going to laugh needs to see both of your eyes. It's a weird sort of psychological phenomenon. That's why they used the old vaudeville days. You'd be like, yeah. So I was talking to my doctor the other day. He said, you know, he'd like, be like this. Sure. He'd be like, I was. Um, I was playing the harmonica the other day, and I accidentally swallowed it. You be the doctor. I'll do the whole thing. I was playing the harmonica the other day, and I actually swallowed it. What did your doctor say? He said, just be glad you weren't playing the piano. Right. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Uh, eat, 
eat, live, man. <laughs> whatever, whatever the bus eat, drink, is. man, woman. And uh, they said that this guy, I've already forgotten his name, who was hosting, um, was very misogynistic. Oh, okay. Well, he, um, the whole thing, by the way, got higher ratings than last year, 50%. 50% higher. Just That's get joked up thinking about it. So great. Well, they have to 6 million, and they said the reason was because CBS had a football game, and people just sort of sitting there like, oh, what's on next? Uh, all right, let's watch this. And then, you know, and then they <laughs> roll right into the Golden Globes and watch the people getting awards. I've just become more and more like just all that Hollywood stuff, like watching that movie last night, seeing Boys in the Boat. Love the book. I, I kind of got it, but just sort of like, just. I don't know. I just, I, 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 I get insulted. I want to go to movies with Nick and she's like, what do you care? It's just two hours. It's only $7. Why do you have to be so judgy? I go, because, you know, I'm sitting there. I'm, what else am I going to do? Like, sure, you go to watch a movie. You judge it, don't you? You don't just sit there and let it wash over you like, like an open sewer pipe with feces all over the place, right? <laughs> have you ever known me to judge anything? <laughs> yes, of course. I saw. I saw American Fiction over the weekend. Okay, okay. It was it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I figure you would judge movies. If you judge your dog's uh, droppings, I would figure there's probably no, you know, there's no subject too trivial that you couldn't weigh in on. So that would be, you know, good to know. It's very how important, was the yes. And how was the movie? It was good. I liked it. I liked it. And okay. then I watched uh, on Netflix or Prime or one of those, um, uh, Anatomy of a Fall, which was also nominated. And? It's it's a foreign film, um, you know it's a French film, so they end up being a little. Uh, they just. <laughs> I don't know, Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> it was that's good. It was it was a little slow, but that's that's because they do, they make movies differently than we do. So if it was a review in the paper, it was a um, Cairo Radio entertainment reporter Sherry Elliker says. It was too. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then. Quick. Wait, wait, wait. Update from Joe. Okay. Huskies. Ooh. Huskies taking on the Wolverines. Joseph. Huskies 3, Michigan 17, and they just turned the ball over. Uh, Michigan will get it back with 10 27 left in the half. Ooh. Wow. Could be a long night for the Huskies. They'll turn it around. Second half's going to be great. That's gonna, they always turn around yep. the second half, right, Sherry? That's a that's a strategy. Yes. <laughs> All right, they're Nathan. wearing out the other team early. That's what they that's do. That's it. That's right. They get tired. Like, whew, I'm exhausted from all these touchdowns. Teeny is, uh, oh, you put her to sleep, Joe. I rocked her, rocking her so, Well, yeah, because she's uh, not not very happy about how the Huskies, because she had a cute little Husky cheerleader outfit on. I sent her one from Amazon. I sent you one, Sherry. Do you have yours on? I can't see. Uh, no, I got a notice from Amazon that a, a delivery was going to be delayed. Oh, Hopefully oh, I can yeah. wear it tomorrow because we'll be celebrating a victory. Right? That's right. Yes, exactly. Oh, here comes the mailman now. Thank you, Sherry. Here comes the mailman. Hey. Hey there, mailman. Ooh, boy. I'm the mailman. Oh, golly. As you can see, I'm the mailman. Don't nobody mess with me. I'm the mailman. Don't mess with him. If you didn't know, 
from the mailman. I'm their conduit, and I'm glad to do it. When he was a conduit, was he actually inside some type of conduit piping? Is that why he's all echoey like that? Yeah, he was saying it to a group of people, I think. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, hey, I, uh, Joe, I didn't get the letters. Yeah, I didn't either, Joe. We're having some serious technical problems out here. Wow. I'll get those right to you. How about now? <sighs> You're never <laughs> okay. going to win an award now. Oh, yes, you are. No, we, Sherry. There's no oh, we, I no, and you. No chance. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> all right, we letter the day, but first I take care of all the rest. Okay, late letter from Friday, 206 says, mm-hmm. let me try to understand this. Sherry, the woman who is rumored to have hands so giant she could single-handedly crush a pigeon, dumped a guy who had fidgety hands. He didn't have fidgety hands. He shook his popcorn in his hand and then popped it into his mouth every time. It wasn't like he just did it on the first one. He did it, and then the third one. No, he every time he went into the popcorn, he had to shake it. I thought about that later. <laughs> Me too. That would be unbelievably <laughs> annoying. Was it a large thing of popcorn too? Was it a of big course, tub? Yeah. Oh, was it you all? Were you also sharing the popcorn with him? Probably, but I don't like to share popcorn because I I worry about people's hygiene. But I I yes I um I'm sure I couldn't I. I know back then I would have never been able to say, you know, do, would it be okay if I kind of got my own popcorn? I would have never said that. Mm, but now? Still never say it. <laughs> I haven't evolved that much. No, come on now. No, I wouldn't. It'd be rude. Oh. I am strong. I'll get my own popcorn. <laughs> you can shake your own. And annoy me. Yeah, good. I played beer. I mean, I did the letter. Played beer pong the other day. Never played before. Was so grossed mm-hmm. out by the game. So incredibly grossed out. I'd, seen, I'd never seen it played. Okay, I've been living under a rock. That to throw the ping pong ball into the thing and then you drink the cup of beer after the ball has been in some gross guy's hand on the other side of the table, right? right? Okay. So gross. Oh. Okay, you know what I was doing? Put the ping pong ball in my mouth and... <laughs> <laughs> and did any uh, strong woman say to you, that's really not very cool. We're getting all of your mouth germs along with your hand germs. Okay. <laughs> that was a perfect care. cork sound. I will give you that. that I didn't care. I did, I did not care. I was like, this is gross. And I'm, then I, you could stand up and shoot it like right out of your mouth. And oh, I'd put my air in and then pop both sides. Because I thought, you know what? I'm just going to gross them out to the point that they don't want to play. But these guys didn't care. <laughs> Off the table. Rolling around into a bunch of cat hair and stuff. And he throws it right into my <laughs> beer thing. God. Playing with my daughter. How embarrassing. Did you win? I don't think you no. can aim very well with your popping it out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There's the uh that's the there's your takeaway right there. Oh, time for the letter oh, of the day. Letter Sherry. of the day already. Yeah. And now it yeah. is time for the letter of the day. Okay, Thank this you. is Andrew in the five oh nine on Biden Biden going full Hitler. Full Hitler January leads us into Fidel February, Mao March, Adolf April, Mussolini May, Kim Jong June, and Kim Jong July for Un and Il, Idi Amin August, and maybe Satan September. So many dictators and evil personas they can use. I love Hitler. I think Hitler did lots of great things. 
Oh, boy. That's, that's, that's that not is, a good bite. That is not. No, that that's is a dangerous. completely out of context. Right. Yeah, that is not. No. And I don't believe it. That's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. Didn't write no more. Didn't write no more. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, we, we have another hour to really improve. What do you think, huh? I think we can do it. <laughs> better, better than before, I think. All right, here we go. Thank you.